This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I am looking straight at Canadians and being honest the way I always have. We said we are committed to balanced budgets and we are. We will balance that budget in 2019. All right, welcome back to the show. Mike Smith in for Simi. That, of course, the voice of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Now, that was back in 2015 during the televised leaders' debate in the last election. You heard what Trudeau said there. He looked the camera straight in the eye, and he said, I'm being honest with you. We will balance the budget in 2019. Dwayne, you got it again. Play it again for me, will you? I am looking straight at Canadians and being honest the way I always have. We said we are committed to balanced budgets, and we are. We will balance that budget in 2019. No. No, not not quite. We got massive deficits. You got the government now probably indicating it could be uh, 20 years before we balance the budget, never mind balancing it this year. And here's here's where it gets really crazy, really ironic. The very year that he said he would balance the budget, this guy is spending like crazy. It's unbelievable the amount of money that's being spent right now in the run-up to another election in the fall. And right here in B.C., if you want to talk about British Columbia, since July 1st of this year, $2.1 billion just in B.C. That's like $37 million a day. And that's just in British Columbia. We got nothing on the rest of the country. Trudeau government, they're spending like crazy, especially in Ontario and in Quebec. The last two weeks alone, last week, $2.85 billion last week, 330 spending announcements. You go to the week before that, (laughs) this is almost unbelievable, 595 spending announcements, $4.9 billion, that's in one week. This is like $700 million a day. Let's talk about this now with my guest, Finn Poshman. He is an economist with the Fraser Institute. Hiya, Finn. Hi, Mike. Thanks a lot. When you hear these numbers of this scale of spending, I mean, every government does it before an election, right? But I don't know. This seems to be taking it to a new level. Well, it's uh, sometimes a person can be lost for words. Uh, not me. <laughs> Uh, I've been uh, up to my elbows in federal fiscal policy for uh, for more than 30 years. And uh, you think you've seen everything. <laughs> and yeah. then sometimes it could be really, really surprising. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the deficit uh, projections about going back to 2015 uh, didn't turn out exactly as advertised. Right. So, uh, you know, the public accounts deficits... Uh, so it's uh, the amount by which federal spending exceeded revenue, uh, beginning with fiscal 2016-17, was 17.8 billion, followed by 19 billion, followed by 15 billion, followed by two years of almost 20 billion, uh, and it goes on. Uh, if you look out currently, the the budget outlook from Ottawa is for a, a 99.8 billion deficit out in 2023-24. Uh, just to put that in perspective, sum it up, uh, that's uh, $128 billion over the uh, six, seven-year period. Uh, so that would slightly exceed uh, the, the, the then-candidate prime minister's uh, estimate by roughly $100 billion. 
So, when, you know, it's kind of a lot. When I think back to the commitment Trudeau made in the last election to balance the budget by this year, he said that, look, we're going to run three deficits in a row because we want to spend to stimulate the economy. And then we're going to get back to a balanced budget in 2019. Now, as you just outlined, that didn't happen. But is there any justification at all for this level of spending right now? I mean, the economy, we're not in a recession right now. Some people think maybe we will be down the road. But, I mean, is there any justification? This is not stimulative spending. I mean, this is just pork barreling, isn't it? Uh, I, don't, I don't like to use uh, political language like well, that. Well, what, right? what would you call it? Uh, spending a lot. Uh, and uh, not very useful things. Uh, so the uh, the if 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 I was to to put a good light on it, I'd say look, what the federal government has been budgeting for a lot of infrastructure spending, spending on public goods and services, uh, things that are useful and uh, can you know help you do what you do. You improve roads, bridges, highways. Right. Uh, you're better off getting to work, Mike, and doing whatever it is you want to do in your spare time. So and uh, so so to the extent that the debt is run up or we're even pre-funding some infrastructure spending, if you're spending it on something useful, you've got a story to tell. Uh, but you've got to be spending it on something useful. Uh, so one of one of the announcements uh, that that you talked about, uh, the very nice thing, uh, putting in uh, new change rooms in uh, in an arena in PEI. So, you know, right. that's great for the folks there. We are not building our productive capacity. That's not normally what we talk about when we explain why it might make sense for governments to spend on public infrastructure. And, uh, yeah, some, some rash people would call that port barrel spending when it's announced before an election. Okay, when we take a look at the other party that, that's vying for office here, or one of them, the Conservative Party, Andrew Scheer, I remember at one point said, well, we got to get back to a balanced budget, and I will balance the budget within two years. He has since amended that, and he said Trudeau has spent so much money that it's going to take him five years now to balance the budget. I'm not sure we should believe either of these parties. I mean, Trudeau said he would balance the budget this year and said he's spending like a drunken sailor. You got a guy like uh, Shear who said, oh, I'll balance it in two years. Oh, no, wait, maybe five years. I mean, what are we supposed to believe here? Can any can any government balance the budget at this point? Well, of course, uh, a government could if, uh, if it wanted to. And uh, I'm not going to speculate on uh, what, uh, what Mr. Shear is thinking of or uh, to what extent it's political or it's not. It's not my job. Uh, but, um, yeah, the it's setting priorities. Uh, if a government wanted to balance a budget in two years, it could do so. It would probably be a real. It would have been a good idea to say that a couple of years ago and uh, stick to it. Whoever was in the government, uh, because when uh, when the economy turns, and you know, it's not a matter of if; it's when the economy will turn down, and it will at some day point. We don't know when. Uh, there are some uh, some a lot of negative indicators in the air right now, uh, but we don't know that there's going to be a recession. But when there is, that gets really, really expensive, really, really fast, because government's revenues go down a lot. Uh, the automatic uptick in spending on employment insurance uh, and uh, income-tested benefits, that adds up really fast. And that's before you start turning on the stimulus spending. So, you know, to go back to your, your comment at the top, Mike, no, we're not in a recession now. Uh, and right. if you wanted to do some stimulus spending, it sure wouldn't be washrooms in the community center in uh, PEI, as fine as that might be for our friends there. 
Okay, we just, I know you just got a minute left here. So if we, what do you think, what is the impact of this type of spending and these type of cumulative deficits? Is it just more and more money has to go to servicing the long-term debt? Is that the biggest impact of it? Oh, that is absolutely the biggest impact. Yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, unless you're making very, very useful transport investments that help move goods and trucks and things uh, around, uh, you're not going to get much payback on it. Uh, we, uh, if you're public transit investments, and there's billions going into uh, new railways, tramways, subways, that sort of thing, uh, that could help to relieve some congestion, maybe, if people use it, if it's built at the right time and the right place. So you get some time saving, and that's a thing of value. Uh, but it's not the same as uh, putting the money into uh, productive assets that, uh, that help us all do the things we want to do. Thanks for coming on. Always good to talk to you, Mike. Appreciate it. Finn Poshman, he's an economist with the Fraser Institute.